Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you, as always, by TheRinger.com and The Ringer Podcast Network, where you can find such podcasts as The Ryan Rossillo Show, or is it podcast? Is it, Kyle, what is it? Is it it's the, the podcast. It's been said show by some high-ranking members of this company, but it is the podcast. I'm sticking with Showcast. That just covers both bases. That's and a I new think space. You say it fast enough, uh, it, it it takes care of everything. Um Rosillo is having is this a this every week Rosillo is having Chris Long on. Yes. Um who just retired. Two time re- champion. Yep. Uh Man he's, of the year. he's a drug addict. He smokes <laughs> marijuana. Uh he's he's very open about this. Um he's a lib as well. He's open about that. Wow. Um yeah. He's a he's a Virginia guy though. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a he's, I, he's, I heard he's, he uh, he brushed past you at the uh no, no, no. Did he tell you that? No, no, no. Were, just, were you guys talking about me? Go on. I like this. No, I, I think you said it. Didn't you? Didn't you say that you? No, dude. The exact opposite. Oh, okay. The exact opposite. Uh, I met him at the uh, the uh, Virginia celebration in Charlottesville. Yeah. He was very kind to me. Oh, yeah. He had his son. I thought you were like, him. do you want to hang out after? And he was no, like, no, no, no. Oh, I, I maybe, I maybe, I maybe told you in private that for effect. But the real story is that I asked him. Uh, I, 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 cause his, his guy, his, his, one of his best friends works at the Virginia athletic department. He was like the go between of everything. So like, I was like, are, are all of us getting dinner later? And he said, he's, he's going camping with the son. It was oh, a sweet okay. story. Right. Yeah. He's like, I've had family this, time. Okay. Yeah. It was family time. I've had this plan forever. Okay. Um, so I probably told you privately, I was probably like, yeah, he blew <laughs> me off. Me, told me, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, go check that out. Chris Long, every, uh, Monday. Uh, every Monday on the Ryan Rosillo show. Uh, today, the voice you hear is not that of Tate Frazier. It Sorry. is producer Kyle. Kyle Crichton is sitting in Tate's chair. And you might be asking yourself, if you don't have a Twitter account, what? why? Where's Tate? Um, I have some bad news, if you don't know. Tate is no longer with us. Uh, and I don't mean he passed away. Although, he, there's no telling with that guy. Uh, so... So Tate has quit the ringer. Basically, he he is he has taken another opportunity. This is this is a real thing. This is not a bit. Um, uh, uh, some people didn't believe it. Uh, I'm not sure I completely believe it. Um, but it it's true. He tried to come in to do the show today. Security escorted him off the premises. Oh man! <laughs> he said, "Tate, you no longer work here." Um, Tate has moved on to other things. So. Uh, obviously, if you've been listening to the show, this is this is big news in our world. This is the only news. Um, we we are kind of I, I, so so. Let me say this. We're, here's what we're going to do today. We're just going to honor Tate. We're just going to talk about Tate. Uh, Tate means a lot to all of us in this room. We have Kyle is sitting in Tate's chair. He's going to serve as my co-host today. Jim is Jim Cunningham is sitting in Kyle's chair. He's going to be producing. Uh, Jim has produced our yeah. show many times. Um, basically, you can probably count on one hand the the times that someone other than you two have produced. Maybe two hands. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Depends on how many. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe two Chernobyl hands. We'll put it that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, yeah. So what we're gonna do today? Uh, because one, we we one, it's it's there's not a ton of shit going on in college basketball. I know that that in Kyle's world, I told Kyle, do you want to sit in Tate's chair? He's like, yes, I want to talk about this jeweling stuff where these people are dying <laughs> from the jewels. This is big news. Um, there is the thing with California. Uh, California is like basically passing the bill to allow college athletes to get yes. paid which is big news and we're going to follow up on that next yeah, week absolutely but uh we have to honor tate uh this show could not exist without tate i mean that literally um but it's going to it's now going to yeah. so we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about all that we're gonna just reminisce on all things tate frazier um and just just remember the, the tenure because we've we've been doing this podcast for two years now and i did the teed up podcast you weren't you weren't on board yet kyle um not when it started not with the teed up, was there as it started. up yeah though. were you yeah no shit yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see we're gonna talk about all this uh so that that is on the docket for today um i don't even know what to say now because usually i say but first uh and then tate takes over let's just a moment of silence should we do a moment of silence let's do a moment of silence but first a moment of silence 
Welcome to Teed Up. I'm Tate Frazier, a producer at TheRinger.com, and this is an all-purpose college basketball podcast that me and Mark Titus are going to be doing this year. Mark Titus, what's up, man? Uh, not a lot. I'm ready to get the season going. We have way too long of an off-season college basketball. It uh, feels like every other sport is off for like two months, and it feels like we're off for like eight months. So, um it's been a long way, man. I'm ready to get going. We got to let the kids study, Titus. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Academics first. <laughs> Absolutely. You know that. You played uh, basketball at Ohio State. We want Titus. We want Titus. You saw Greg Oden. You saw Evan Turner. Uh, I have seen them. Yeah, I've seen them before. You're, you have seen them. <laughs> you, are, you are a real basketball player. I am simply just a, uh, a watcher of college basketball, but... I did grow up in North Carolina. I went to North Carolina, and I support all things uh, Carolina basketball. Well, good thing you guys got a new producer. That sounded awful. That sounded bad. <laughs> my God, dude. That's, that's making me emotional. I didn't think I was going to get emotional. Oh, my God. It's true, dude. Tate's not here anymore. Um, we have to start with the big question, and it's this. Uh, how, how did we find out? That's what everyone wants to know. Were you given were you I, I guess there are a lot of big questions because I'm looking at the tattoo on your arm and we're gonna get to that in a second. That is another big question. Um how did we find out? So uh t- I've I've talked to Tate since uh first of all, we're all we're all great friends with Tate. We're all going to continue to be Same great to friends say. with Tate. Um, I assume, and unless something happens. But uh we we genuinely love Tate. So like I I have I wait, he told us he told us the news broke on Friday. I think I've seen him like three or four times since then. And yeah. you know. Well, it's gotten to the point where we're no longer even talking about it. We're just talking about whatever we're watching and the Bill Burr comedy special yeah. or whatever. We have to talk about real stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, so the question is, like, uh, how did he tell us? And I, this is something that I've known for a while. So so I'll, I'll tell my story, and then you can chime in, Kyle. Tate approached me, um, I don't know, I'd say uh, the – Kind of when the season ended, not not as soon as the season ended, we we, we took a little time off uh, as we always do. I went to Charlottesville and and had that fun. And, Asked and, in the sunlight, yeah. And Tate did his thing, and then he approached me and he's like, "Hey, man, um, I, I, I think I want to talk to you about the podcast." And I was like, "Okay." And he said, um, basically, he's always had an interest in. TV and film. This is something he, if you follow him on Instagram, you know this. That yeah, he, you would have no idea as a college yeah. basketball guy. Yes, because he's always like putting screenshots of God knows what movies. He's always... <laughs> I wonder if the uh, those quotes are fake. If yeah, they're like, yeah. If they're, they're memes. <laughs> he's always... Because there's no context. If there's no context. This is this is Tate's brand. Uh, he's always making references on even this show, and I just kind of nod along and laugh because I'm like, I... What else are you going to do? <laughs> I can't tell which one of us is the asshole that I don't know this. Is it like, <laughs> you're the asshole for like some obscure reference you're making or am I the asshole because you're making an obvious reference that I'm not picking up on. Um, but yeah, Tate's always had an interest in, in TV and film and this is something that he's he's always been interested in. And so he, I, I'm not going to like really say what he's doing next because I don't know how much he wants me to say, but he did tell me that I could at least disclose that. Um, so he, he was approached with an opportunity to basically get into that world. And and if I'm being completely honest, I don't think Tate's ever really been into sports punditry. I, I like we've talked about this before. I remember the day that I showed him the uh, I showed him Reddit and people <laughs> people commenting on him, and it was the worst day of his life. And he was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And and he's never he's he's always like hated that aspect of of what we do um, of of strangers just telling him that he's an idiot and he's a Carolina homer and. And you're lucky to have the job you have. And I could do. We hate that you're white. Yeah, we hate that you're white. I thought you were black this whole time. Um, 
He's he's always like he's always done this as a hobby, we'll say. And yeah. then obviously we found some success with the podcast. It resonated with people; they really liked it. Uh, and he just kind of like went from there. And he just kind of he he reached a point though where he was like, I don't know, like I don't want to get stuck doing this. Where this is what I do for the rest of my life. Like I I never dreamed of doing this. And and I identified with this because like this is it could be a little scary, right? For God's sakes, dude! I wasn't growing up in Brownsburg, Indiana, saying I want to one day have a podcast about <laughs> college basketball. So like he's telling me this, I'm like nodding along. I'm like, yeah. So get to the point, dude. You're talking too much as usual. <laughs> right. When's it my turn to talk? Um. So he. Uh, <laughs> He, he he's telling me this and he just says he got an opportunity and he was very torn up about it. He's like, I don't want to quit the podcast. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I told him, you know, I, I tweeted a kind of a thread on Friday and, and that was the truth is I told him like, listen, man, I, I, I care about you as a person. Like it's, it's got beyond not to get all emotional or whatever, but like this, I, I do love the podcast. I know that we've, we've created something that resonates with people, but like, I, I love Tate Frazier, the person much more than the guy who, who has shitty coach K impressions. And, if, if this is what you want to do, like, go do it. This is, I, I, who, who, far be it for me to be the guy that steps in and is like, no, man, we're, we have Kevin Stallings jokes to make. You can't, you know, um, and, and, and that's the way it goes. So like he, 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 he approached me about it. Now we'll be honest. He approached me about it a few months ago. Uh, but I will be honest, like, uh, he, he's been kind of hinting at this for a while. Like this goes back as long as I've known the guy, he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be doing Like if I'm doing this when I'm 40, kill me. Yeah. Like he, he would always say that stuff. Um, so even as he was telling me that, I was like, yeah, go chase your dream, but we all know that you're going to stay here and you're not going to actually do anything. Yeah. Um, and, and that was how I kind of left it. And then a few weeks ago he said, he, I got a real offer. Uh, it's actually real. It's actually happening. Um, your thoughts. And I was like, dude, I'm very, very happy for you. If this is what you think, it's going to bring you fulfillment in life again. Like I'm not going to stop you from that. And I'm, I'm genuinely very, very, very happy for the guy. So I just wanted to say that up the top that like, you know, if, if you're writing the history book on one shining podcast, if you're the guy writing the history, first of all, get a life. Like, <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oh, and Jim Miller's on my, yeah, yeah, J- Jim's chiming in now. He's like, I want to chime in on that one. Now, now's my turn to, to chime in on this. Um, if you're writing the the history book of One Shining Podcast and you're trying to figure out where to point blame on what happened, as I say, he's laughing again. God damn it, Jim. And you're trying to figure out where to point blame as to why all this was broken up. Uh, it's not Tate's fault at all. He had my blessing. He came. He was very, very torn up about it. He was like, I, I really, really, really don't want to end the show. Maybe there's a way we could still do the show um, and I could work over here. And I was like, no, dude, just... It's it. First of all, like no, but secondly, no. Um, so if you want to blame anybody, blame me. And I'm not just saying that because uh, it makes me noble and it makes me seem like a really good guy to say that. Um, it's truly what happened. I gave him my blessing. He he. It was important to him that he had my blessing, and uh, that's not why I did it either. It wasn't like he put me in a spot where I had to say yes. I I genuinely. That's one of the things that happens as you get older. Is you like realize that that things just kind of. Um, I don't know. Cause I, I remember like thinking this when like Kobe and Shaq broke up, like wh- how the fuck, like you had a good thing going. Why the fuck would you yeah. break up? I don't get it. It makes no sense. And then you kind of get older and you realize like different people have different motivations. And when you're on the outside of something, you don't really, um, you know, not everyone's serving you They They have other motivations in life, Kyle. So yeah, I know. Because I was completely oblivious to this whole process. Yeah, yeah. That was the other <laughs> side. So so I've known for a while. So I knew probably three or four weeks before Friday happened and Tate actually put the announcement out. Um, I think I was one of the first people to know. Certainly, I was the first person at the ringer to know. Did you, you know? You did not know? know. Yeah, I didn't even know a little bit. 
What? So give us give us your perspective how this all went down. So. I mean, I should have known something was up when you guys were being really nice to me uh, on the <laughs> podcast two weeks ago the or last, whatever that was. The, no, it, was last, it was last Tuesday, the podcast that we titled This Is The End. Yes, yes. You were very firm on that, and I wasn't really sure why. And Kyle, Kyle, before the show, he's like, hey, Bill was thinking you guys should go two a week, and we were thinking maybe Monday and Monday and Friday, or is it Monday and Thursday? We, we should figure out the day so we can say it on the pod. And Kate and I were looking at each other like, I don't know, man. I don't even think there's going to be a pod. Stupid on your faces, yeah. I don't even know if there's going to be it. There is going to be a pod. We're going to talk about that later in a second. But, yeah, uh, there is going to be a pod. Um, yeah, so so you had no idea. So we were doing the last podcast. You had no clue. Yeah, we, we it's like it's like you were going to like, it's like you're taking your dog out before you like put him down. Like we went to a game. <laughs> we went to like an awesome game with Jim's friend. Burke hooked us up in the Heineken suite at Dodger Stadium. Had an awesome time. And then the next day. Yeah, we told, we dropped. broke the news to both of you at Dodger Stadium. It was cool to be in on the secret, by the way, because like Tate's telling you, and I'm just sitting there eating peanuts, just fucking cackling and <laughs> like, oh, this is so cool. I I know what's already happening. Um, Jim, you didn't know, right? You took the news. Kyle was like shook. It. Kyle turned straight to the open bar that uh, Heineken <laughs> right. hooked this up with, and was yeah. just like, he just shrugged his shoulders, like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go drink beer." <laughs> Jim was just kind of like being Jim. He's just being yeah. like, "Snark, snark, snark, snark." <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really listening. I didn't believe him. <laughs> I found out via Twitter, like everybody else. <laughs> Oh God! So, um, yeah, that was that was you, you had no idea. No. That, what are your thoughts on that? Should Tate have told about you? having no idea? No, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm because you know what? I got to put all my happiness. I I get filled with so much joy when I'd come in here on Tuesdays and try to finish a pod before I have to do something else. And it was just the the whole anticipation of trying to be there so I could do the whole pod and everything else. It was just it was so much fun. So I'm glad that I didn't have that black cloud hanging over me and I could yeah. just enjoy it and be like a you know. We didn't tell you because we, little kid. we were trying to protect you. That was really... Oh, you did a good job. Yeah. You did a good job. But then the vibe, as I told you, uh, I think I told you this yesterday, it really did feel like we were we were in a mob and we were going to whack you and you had no idea what was coming. <laughs> and we were just big like, pussy out on the boat. Yeah, yeah. The Dodgers game that we went to was like, yeah, taking you. Boat. Yeah, that was the boat. We're like, Kyle, we're going fishing. And you're like, sweet. And he shows up with his fishing pole and taking higher suits. We're wearing our tuxedos <laughs> with cinder blocks. And he's like, huh. How do you catch fish with center blocks? You're like, shut the fuck up, Kyle. Just get the boat. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. Um, so I want to do this. I want I want to go around the room and talk about uh uh how how we how did this happen? How did we meet Tate? How did this like how did this whole thing come about? Because uh should I start? I guess I, I should you start, start, right? You're running the, the one show talking, at this point. Right? You might yeah, as well this start. is great. First of all, I've been praying for this uh, every day since we started the podcast that I could talk more. And now that I have it, um, be, just be careful what you wish for. Yeah, man. we it might sucks. go off the rails, folks. Yeah, I'm getting cotton mouth over here talking too much. <laughs> it's like, man, I miss I miss Tate chiming in and be like, you're, you're, I, I understand you're making a great point, Titus. Let me cut you off to talk about North Carolina. Um, that was me. That was a low blow. Was, yeah, that was well, a low there's blow. no one to defend him now. So <laughs> that was the time to do it. Um, so Tate, I met. This is a uh, uh, this is a great love story. It starts out uh, innocently enough, like all great love stories do. Uh, Tate was hired to be an intern at Grantland. Um, the old Big East of sports writing. Uh, <laughs> Some of you guys think you know sports writing. You uh, you don't know real sports writing. That was Grantland. Uh, Tate was hired out of college to be an intern. Uh, I was I was whatever the fuck I did there. Staff writer. I I think I still have the same title. Man, ten years moving on up. Um, I was I was a writer at Grantland. Uh, I do you write? Oh, <laughs> Kyle, please <laughs> not that. today. Of all Cut days, out, of that. all days, Kyle, today. <laughs> Wow. Sorry. Of all days. Sorry. Get in the boat, Mark. <laughs> um, so I was a writer at Grantland, and uh, we, we, for some reason we were doing a, um, 
uh, uh, something in October. Maybe it was like an NBA thing, like a big meeting. There's, there, I was living in Ohio at the time, so they flew me out to LA. Um, but it was, it was over the summer. I, I forget what the reason was, but there was some sort of reason that they needed to fly me out to, 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 to LA. Which, by the way, there was never a reason they needed to fly me out. Like, if we're really being honest, the, phone the, calls, right? The whole Grantland, the whole Grantland folding thing. Nothing's been more obvious to me in my life than when they were like, "We just can't afford it." And I was like, "Well, you gave me, who is 24 years old, you gave me a company card, and just like gave me freedom to do whatever the hell I wanted oh with it." I, yeah, I, it makes a lot of sense that we're out of money at this point. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Um, so they flew me out to LA. Uh, There's this party. So. Um, we had this little get together at a, at a Mexican restaurant. I forget where it was, somewhere over in like Eagle Rock or something. Uh, I was I was tagging along with Rafe Bartholomew, who's my editor at, at Grandland. Right. Uh, uh, Tate was with Jacoby uh, of of Jalen and Jacoby fame. David wow, what Jacoby. a crew! We all know him. Yeah. Tate was like kind of brought in by J- Jacoby, took him under his wing, um, and then there was a handful of other people. I think Meg Schuster was there actually, who's who works here nice. at the Ringer. Um, she was there. So I, I living in Ohio, I didn't meet a ton of people that worked at Grantland. I didn't really know. Like I knew, obviously I knew their work and whatever, but I never really you knew they existed. Yeah. But yeah. I never really met a lot of people. So the thing that happens is like, whenever I go to these parties, people would come up to me and they would just try to find common ground and just talk about college basketball. And I remember one guy and I don't mean to throw him under the bus. So if, it, if, if I'm outing who this person is, uh, I really, I'm sorry, but I'm obviously not that sorry. Cause I'm going right. to tell the story. Here anyway. comes. Um, I met one guy and he was like, he was like, college basketball, man. That's what you're into. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, I'm a Michigan State guy. And I was like, oh, sweet, dude. I was like, I've, I've liked Michigan State ever since Zach Randolph went there, you know, because I grew up in Indiana. It's like when, when Randolph went there, I started paying attention to Michigan State. And then he's like, who's that? And I was Oof. like, oh, no, not like this. <laughs> I, was, I was very hurt by that. Um, so I knew that guy was full of shit. And then I turn and there's Tate and I was like, what's up, man? I'm Mark or whatever. He's like, yeah, I know. I, I read your stuff. And I was like, here we go again. This fucking guy is into college basketball. And I was like, so what, what, what's your story? He's like, I went to Carolina. And I was like, so you Carolina fan, I assume? He's like, oh yeah, I love, love the Tar Heels. And then I brought up again, I did the same Indiana move where I was like, yeah, dude, I've, I, I grew up in Indiana. So I love Sean May. And he's like, yeah, I love Sean May. You know, the thing I think about the uh, the 05 team was, and he just starts rattling off shit. And I was before like, before you know it, you're at 87. Oh, you're yeah, in 1987 yeah. before either of you were before born. Before I know, and then I and then I wake up and Kyle is is sitting next to us saying, wrap it up, you guys are talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to. Um, so we hit it off at this party, and then uh 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 you know like three weeks later, maybe it might even be three. It might have been like that time, like at the time. Grantland had already full or Bill had been fired. That's what it was. It was when Bill was fired from ESPN. So Grantland still existed for a little while. Right. But Bill had been fired. So Tate had, Tate would come out like right as soon as Bill was fired. I, I know that. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough um, That's when I met him. Um, he wasn't but, fired. They didn't renew his contract. Oh, okay. I think it is that. important that we say yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. For legal prayer, our lawyers mm-hmm. over here. Uh, so when Bill did not get his contract renewed, I'm sorry. Right. Um, so then Grayland sticks sticks around for a little while. It obviously folds because I was, uh, you know, I'm getting steak dinners every time, every night with the company card. And it was probably my fault. Also um, probably the lack of Bill Simmons had something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. Eh, Who's to say? Eh. Uh, so Grayland folds. Uh, Tate gets hired by Bill um, to, to start the ringer thing. Then I obviously get hired. And then uh, kind of the rest is sort of history from there. Because like he's, he's t- Tate builds the podcast network here. They asked, he, Bill goes to Tate and he's like, hey, would you ever be interested in having a podcast? Tate says, absolutely. And he said, well, what would it be? Tate's like, I want to do a college basketball podcast. And Bill goes, who the hell do we even have on staff that you could do that with? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. And Tate, Tate, but Tate was like, I want to do a college basketball podcast with Titus. And Bill was like, are we sure that would work? And uh, yeah, we are. We're sure it would work, Kyle. That's it. That's well, you story. heard the first episode, folks. So yeah. You be the judge. <laughs> God damn. That's what... 
When I said I was getting emotional, I didn't mean it was nostalgic. I was getting emotional that I was such a piece of shit that I, <laughs> that's how I used to podcast. <laughs> were you like, in oh like my a, God, what were a you nerd. in an empty gym? What is that? I know, yeah, I know. I was in my office in Ohio. <laughs> just like, yeah. Well, your your house is huge, so that's probably why the oh, echoes. Yeah, thank you. That. Thank yeah. you. So, well, it's huge. Um, it's gone now. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, Tate, Tate wanted me to say, he, I, I did ask him what he wanted me to talk about. He wants me to refute the uh, poster story one more time on the way out the door, mm -hmm. but he's not really here, so screw it. No, poster boy. He is the poster boy. Poster Should boy, we do that? Poster boy. Yeah, he was delivering post. He gets very upset about that. That the story is that he was just delivered. I guess I'll, I'll give him this much. Um, he was delivering posters, but I will give him at least. We need to make it known that Tate was not working for like Acme Poster Delivery Company. You know, like because <laughs> that's, right. that's the way that's the way the story has been put forth. Yeah. Like Tate was actually an intern at. He worked at Inside Carolina at Carolina. Yeah. Like he actually has a journalism degree. He's yeah. actually was at ESPN. He actually knew Jacoby really well. That's how he got in a position where he was giving posters yes. to Bill. It wasn't exactly. like he was like... <laughs> no, but he was driving for Postmates. Yeah. Was like <laughs> right. It was just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the story. That's why everyone hated Tate, though, at the start, because they're like, who's this piece of shit that was just walking down the street one day yeah. with a box of posters? And Bill like reaches, just sticks his head out of his window. He's like, hey, kid! Yeah. Kid! How about I make you a star? Uh, yeah. That is not what happened. Um, yeah, I thought he tripped on the sidewalk and then landed yeah. <laughs> in the seat at the computer. <laughs> and it recorded. That is not what happened. But uh, now that I said what really happened, if you want to continue to believe that that's what happened, yeah. I'm cool with it. My it's the last time it'll be said. <laughs> my consciousness is cleared. I don't need to. I don't need to address that anymore. Um, how did how did how did OSP form from your perspective, Kyle? Um, well, if we're going back to the Tate uh, it, like intros, he was the first, actually the first guy I met here. Um, I moved out here. My dad came out for like three days just to see if like he knew I'd fuck this up if I was by myself. Yeah. So he was just like, I'm going to stay for three days. <laughs> just, you know, so, you know, uh, and so my dad and, and uh, Bill's wife uh, is my aunt. So they just kind of hung out for a little bit. And I got there and Bill was like, I got these tickets to vice principals. The oh, show, the, 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 show, the, the, the premiere the season premiere. Okay. And he's like, you're going to he's going to be your new best friend. You and Tate. <laughs> and so it was Tate and another guy, Carl, take his who job. used to be here. <laughs> that was three years ago. So I don't think that was the, he was just trying to make sure I, he didn't even know if I could not fuck anything up. I was going to yeah. be a PA on the show. That's not a thing anymore. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah. HBO show. Um, so we just kind of went out that one night and I was like, yeah, I like Tate a lot. And then I didn't see him for another seven months, I think. And I just see him running back and forth, uh, you know, doing podcasts when I was doing nothing as a PA, just like mm -hmm. sending emails and whatever the fuck I was doing. And then, um, once I, I just, my car died. That's what happened. My, I had that piece of shit car. Is this the last car you had? Yes. So this this is the one that died yeah, and then I now bought a you're car in for just under yeah. four grand when I moved out here. Okay. It lasted about two months into my, maybe a month into my PA, into PA ship yeah, here. Whatever, whatever you call what it. kind of car was it again? It was a 2003 Volvo C70 convertible. You a car guy? <laughs> Called it Betty. Her name was Betty. Are you a car guy, by the way? <laughs> Used to be a car guy. Thanks for so, that. Yeah, because like if you asked me what the car is, I'd be like, I don't know. It was, it was tan. <laughs> It was a tan car. Oh, Volvo, so, was, Volvo convertible, though. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty nice. Yeah. Had some balls on it, too. Could go. Like, literally? You had no, truck I, nuts? I didn't have truck oh. nuts. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, so my my car transmission goes, and it's going to cost two grand. And now I'm effectively useless as a PA for the ringer because I can't go drop anything off or pick anything up. So I was like, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. It's going to be so embarrassed. If Bird Bill's scooters nephew... weren't around yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was before the time. <laughs> but it was going to be so embarrassed if Bill's nephew got fired for being a PA because he was useless and he couldn't do the one thing he was hired yeah. to do. So I just moved my desk to the audio space So when it was just Jim so, and Tate. So did you think, was nepotism working against you at this point? Dude, you... I already was like, everybody hates me. They're just yeah. going to think I'm useless. Now my car yeah, is useless. So now you have to I'm just, prove I'm, that you're, yeah. <laughs> to do something. So, I mean, I was just getting menial tasks. Like, 
go put these tissues in somebody's office. And I was like, I'm just going to You know what go. you should have done? would have been a lot easier is do Brad Calipari. Just get earned, not given, tattooed on your chest. And then no one can debate it at that point. They're like, okay. Well, I, I mean, guess that's kind of what I've done. Point, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, don't tell them to get another <laughs> tattoo. To the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, you know, it was just kind of Tate and Jim and they were just kind of overwhelmed doing the pod. So mm. I was just like, you know, with a little help from Tate and a little help from Jim, I was just like, hey, can I just watch you guys and help you? And then, um, yeah, your producer left your podcast and mm-hmm. I took it over and I think I fucked it up one time. Yeah, uh, you did. I remember it was like a little bit off, but he, that, that guy who was the producer was helping me. So I want to put that out. So <laughs> just want to say, you know, I don't want to name names. Don't want to name you names. Can probably Google. And yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. And then um, we changed the podcast and it got much better. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, we, we have brought up the tattoo. I think it's time to talk about that. Uh, we, Jim's not going to say what he meant. We did, I think the last. Yeah, Jim, you want to talk? How sure. did you meet Tate? How did, how did you, uh, Tate, Tate wanted me to ask you this. What was it like to be hired by Tate and then become his boss? That, that's a question <laughs> yeah. from Tate. That's a question well, from Tate. Well, I'll get to that, I guess. Um, I met Tate at Grantland. One day I went in to the control room where we would record the audio and do the video, and Tate is standing at the TriCaster, this, like, 12-year-old looking kid is standing there. <laughs> He's wearing, like, a soccer jersey, dress slacks, and, like, turquoise like charlotte hornet sneakers <laughs> and he's like hey i'm tate what's up i'm still like, dressed I'm the same way whatever yeah yeah and uh i was like oh all right cool so um he was nice he was helpful it was good i remember asking him at one point where he was living i was like so where are you living because he was just here on an internship from north carolina in case he hasn't told you he's from north carolina and uh he said he was using Couchsurfing.com or oh, no. couchsurfers.com. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this for real? Yeah. So then I said, I was just like, oh, really? I thought they shut that down after like those people killed that guy on the couch. <laughs> and his face, his face was like, he was just like, I got horrified. Yeah, yeah. horrified. And I was like, oh, I'm just kidding, man. But still, get a fucking place to live. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> So what a good joke. So then, then I remember one night I was there kind of late and I like locked myself out of the office and I texted him. Had he like he had left like a couple couple minutes, eh, maybe like half hour before or something. And I said, are you still like around because you're downtown L.A.? And he's like, oh, I'll come back. And I was like, oh, he's like, I'm home, but I'll come back. I'm on someone's couch, but I'll come back. <laughs> So he um, he came all the way back just to let me in, which is like more than a lot of people would do, which I thought was very mm-hmm. nice instead of just being like talk to security or whatever, because it was like embarrassing. And then, uh, yeah, so then Grantland. Oh, so Bill ends up on his hiatus or whatever we want to call yeah. that after. Yeah. So then I'm listening to Bill launches that pod. And I think it's like September 2015 at that point. So we're still at Grantland. So I listened to the pod and one on one of the pods, one of the first two episodes or the first episode or whatever. He's like, yeah, I got a new, this is my new producer, Tate. And I'm like, is that the guy Wait. on the couch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like text him and I text him. I'm like, yo, dude, uh, weirdest thing. I'm listening to Bill's pod and he said his producer's name is Tate. Isn't that your name? And he's like. Yeah, it's me, man. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Delivering these posters. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So then, anyway, um, Grantland ends up folding 
in at the end of October. I think it was Halloween. It was right around Halloween, yeah. Like an origami. Um, I'll never forget. But I was kept on because they kept Jalen and Jacoby. And there was like five of us kept on. It was like Jalen, Jacoby, and like th- three others. It's like Harlan, yeah, that's, Alex, that's how the math people. would work out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were still in there, which was weird. But uh, so I was still working on that. And then I saw, I think over Christmas, um, Tate, I think on Facebook probably, Tate had pictures. He was in New York City, and so was I. Mm-hmm. I think he was at like the Giants-Panthers game or something. Whenever the guy came out with the bat... What's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, about. Norman, Josh yeah, Norman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Odell Norman. Beckham. Yeah. So uh I text him, Oh, you're in the city. Do you uh want to meet up for a drink or something? And he's like, Oh, um, I can. I'm kind of busy, but <clears throat> are you gonna be back in LA on Monday? Because I need someone to do Bill's pod. This is like episode five or something. This is like, I don't know. <laughs> he's it's already like taken, the first like 15 episodes. He's already taken vacations. Yeah, yeah, and um I was back, so I covered for him that first time. And then the rest is history. Yeah, pretty much. And then I was like doing both. And then they fired they hired me full time. <laughs> that's that's for the future. But yeah. Do you do you resent Tate for being the one that was delivering the posters? No. And it wasn't you. That Jacoby didn't turn to you and say, Hey, send take these posters to Bill. And maybe you would be you'd you be hosting You know what's funny? Uh there are I think there was at least one guy I know of who refused to take them. Oh really? And they made Tate, yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks to that guy. Change the course of history. Really, mm-hmm. butterfly effect. Yep. If only he would have known that the Willy Wonka golden poster was in that box, it <laughs> could have unlocked. <laughs> I'm so glad the Tate rest. told us not to talk about the. Posters. I know that's all we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, let's talk about the tattoo. The, I, if, to my knowledge, the only other time we've done a, a self-indulgent podcast like this was the tattoo. Was the tattoo the I only other so. time where we're like? Forget what else is going on Let's in the just world. Smell our own farts for Let's an hour. Smell our own farts uh, was when you got the tattoo, and. Um Let's revisit that. So, like, you can go back and listen. If you want, like, the raw, holy shit, what the fuck did you do, yeah. Kyle? It is in the feed. You can go back and listen to what it was about a year ago. Yeah. Holy shit. It yes. was, like, almost the anniversary one year ago. It was, like, mid-September. You you got it done. Um, But, if yeah, if you want to go listen to the raw thing, go back uh, and listen to that. But since they're here now and they're listening now, Kyle, let's re- re- replay that. Like, how, how did the tattoo happen? Why did it happen? What, were you, what was your thought as it happened? And what are your thoughts now? Um, well, I was going to the dark room a lot more than I was uh, back then than I am now. So I was there, um, and my more buddy, than seven days a week. Seven days a week. Can't smoke there anymore. Uh, so yeah, I was there. It was happy hour, I think, or maybe it was a little earlier. And I was just, I had a couple on my my friend, who's still my roommate to this point. He was like deciding whether he wanted to go back to New York or stay here. And he was like, I've decided I'm gonna stay. But I got to do this for me. I got to get a tattoo. <laughs> the only thing is I called and uh, they got a quote, but I never sent them a picture. So I don't even know how much it's going to be. Can you just bring this to them? He texted me a photo. He's like, can you bring this to the ta- this tattoo shop on like Vine mm-hmm. and whatever? And I was like, can you just email the guy? He's like, I got to go. So, <laughs> so I'm like three beers in at the dark room and I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll go. I'll hop on a scooter. Probably shouldn't have done that. And then... Uh, I get there and I, I ask them that they're like, oh yeah, that guy's not gonna be until like seven, so we can't help you. So I'm like, wow, what a fucking waste. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna get a tattoo. And I think I had texted you guys when I was at the dark room. I was like, I'm gonna go. I might fuck around and get a tattoo. Yeah. What do you think? And you told me uh, Boba Fett is the name of the Star Wars character. It was gonna be Boba right? Fett or it was gonna be one shiny. You podcast. said my from my perspective, I was in Dallas visiting my brother and we were like getting ready to go to a high school football game. So it was a Friday. I remember that part of it too. Yeah, it was Friday a Friday. Makes sense. Yeah, and we uh, it was a payday. Too. Yeah, there you go. It, it all adds up. Um, 
We're getting ready to go to a high school football game, and I get a text from you that says, I'm thinking of getting a tattoo, and I said, LOL or something. Because yeah. I was like, why? Like, like I got, I'm hanging out with my family. Yeah, I don't have time to entertain this, yeah. this bullshit. Like, there's no way you're actually getting a tattoo. And then you hit me back, and you're like, I, I think I'm going to do it for real. It's going to be the Boba Fett or something One Shining Podcast. And I said, there's no, well, first of all, there, I, I still think it's 50-50 you actually get a tattoo. And right. if you do get one, it's 100% going to be the Boba Fett thing. Yeah. And then I don't hear from you for like five hours. <laughs> and it's like the third quarter of this football game I'm yeah. at. And all of a sudden my phone buzzes and I look down at it and it's your forearm. <laughs> and zoomed in on your forearm with OSP with a palm tree coming through the S. And I immediately called Tate and I was like, what the fuck? Is this a joke? This has to be a joke. Um, but then we hashed it out on the podcast. Like in all seriousness, this is the time to get sentimental. Uh, sure. What what was the, like you got it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was impulsive, but at the same time, Sure, it was like the head of all the all the stuff. It's like you know, people are searching for meaning or whatever. Yeah, blah blah. blah. And it's just like we already went through it. It's like you know, nepotism hire at uh, Bill's show that doesn't work. Come here, my mm-hmm. card dies. I'm useless. But you know, like but just by some fucking idea that popped in my head, it's like before I get canned, I'm gonna move my seat, move my seat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Help Tate take over a couple of his pods because he was doing a million. And then you know, your producer quits or you're fired or I forget how that worked. And then I did that. You know what I mean? And then we decided we. Teed up should change to OSP. Oh my God, it's getting better. Holy shit. The show is actually it's a college basketball show in the off season and people listening still. Holy shit. Yeah. And I'm drunk one day and I got some money in my pocket. And here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like the story you told me when you actually got sentimental. That was it was a little bit better about like this is but the like, first that's thing that, what, that you thought. Yeah. It's like I'm actually like useful in some way. Yeah. I'm actually useful. I it mean, was the first time we embraced you. We love you because we actually genuinely love you. We weren't like laughing at you or right. Like, like we do laugh at you, but yeah, you know definitely. what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you're if you're getting laughed at, people just be laughed. Like if we, you can't yeah. get out of something, if they got you, just go with it. Don't but at the same time, it. when you would come into the office and be like, "I can't do your show today because I'm going with Bill to to San Francisco to record with Duran or something," yeah. and and I'd be like, well, "What does that mean?" You're like, "Well, that means Jim's going to do it," and I would say, "Fuck!" I would get like really actually upset about that. I would I would me too. It would ruin because <laughs> <laughs> we we loved you and you you became a part of the show, which is why you're you're the first ever. You're the first ever co-host of this show now. That's not Tate. You realize that? Yeah, probably the last time too. Yeah, once, this will be the last the time. Here, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cycle through and uh and figure all that out. Um, but yeah, so yeah, what what is next for the show then? Is what people want to know. Is this gonna continue? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah, you want to know. <laughs> uh, part part of the reason we were self indulgent and 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 pouring one out for Tate is one again. We love the guy. We we genuinely genuinely love the guy. If he's so funny, um, he knows how to balance this whole thing. One of the really cool good. things about doing uh what we do, which is like we don't really have real jobs. We watch basketball and get to talk about it, and we work at Ringer or whatever. Um, this isn't like a normal workplace in a lot of different ways, but in in one one of the coolest ways is that. I do think like other uh, other places or so I've heard because some of my friends have real jobs. Like you, you have your work friends. You think you're like best friends with them. You get a new job. Uh, you're not really best yeah. friends with it. You kind of lose touch with them, right? Yeah. Uh, Tate is that is not what's going to happen with Tate. Tate is genuinely my best friend out here. He he is one of my I would say two or three best friends in my entire life. Um, and I I will continue to be I'll speak for myself. You guys can chime in if you disagree, but for yourself, yeah, there you go. Don't be worried uh, about me. I I will. As I said, since Friday, I've seen Tate probably four times, and it's it's Wednesday. Um, we yeah. we we hang out all the time. We talk all the time. Um, so I guess I say that to say like, yes, we are. We're going to have a relationship. So so people, if you're worried, like, you know, are, are is this the end or, or whatever, whatever. Um. 
no. Like I love Tate. I I I endorsed his decision. He he. I I will will always endorse that. But also with that, uh, we don't we don't need the eye emojis when Tate inevitably at like two a.m. we're out together and he's like doing an Instagram story and I show up in it. Like we don't need the eye emojis. I'm just gonna preemptively say that. How about we do I don't the clap need the like, emojis? How about yeah. the clap emojis? Yeah, I don't need the. Uh, I I just envision a scenario where people are like, "Holy shit, is it happening?" The answer is no. Um, <laughs> like, right. like let this man live. <laughs> Go back to writing the book. <laughs> Go back to, you one loser out there. <laughs> eye emojis. Um. Yeah, the eye of. Jim loves it. You guys are just you fucking guys putting on a gas it's mask the, and smelling each other's farts. It's like. the bait of Jim's existence that, yeah. that people give a shit about this. Jim, Jim was watching. It's Tate, insane. Tate tweeted like I'm leaving, and Jim just sat there with his arms crossed, watching the retweet counter going up. He's just like ridiculous. I hate this. I hate this kid. That's true. Fuck this kid. Um, no, so we to the larger point. Fuck Tate. Let's move on to what's next. Uh, Can next I do man something up. Something that I've always next wanted man to up do. What is throw to break. Please. No, no, not yet. I got, I got to, Kyle. All right, all if right. you're gonna be the co-host, Do you gotta understand again. something. Do I got again. more shit to say, right. and um, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw that coming? <laughs> I forget what I was even saying. We're talking about the next show, next man up mentality. Yes. we are going to figure it out. Um, this is, this is, we're, we are not a, here at One Shining Podcast. We don't rebuild, we reload. Yeah. We got, we're gonna figure out the next recruiting class, um, and we're gonna go from there. But uh, this one, we wanted, to, we wanted to. To uh uh yeah pour one out for Tate and and just say we love you and all that kind of stuff um and we're we're gonna do something at the end of the at the after we come back from break you want to throw it to break now yes I wanted to throw it to break so many episodes do you want to read the ads too or do I have to so many times no you definitely have to read the ads (laughs) I think contractually they'll be like who is this Joker um but we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back and when we come back you're gonna learn what's gonna happen with the rest of this podcast let's talk about the holidays. We could also talk about my first ad read. I know, I know, it's crazy early, but that time of year is creeping up, and you don't want to go through another holiday season taking closed mouth photos while everyone else is grinning from ear to ear. Hate that. Fortunately, you can get a photo-ready smile now with clear aligners from Candid. Candid's aligners work faster than the traditional wire braces. Treatment takes just six months on average. First, an experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan. Then, they show you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look when you're finished. And Candid ships your aligners directly to you, so there's no hassle. These aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. And they cost 65% less than braces. Plus, with each aligner purchase, Candid donates $25 to Smile Train, which brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children worldwide. You can have a photo-ready smile by the holidays. Go to candidco.com slash shining and use code shining to get $75 off. That's candidco.com slash shining. Code shining for $75 off. All right, so here's what we're going to do, because we're already, we're, we've already kind of made this a Tate episode, so we yeah. might as well just dive right in. There's like, semen all over the floor. And, and like I said, to. I have to, I have not had time to uh, formulate my takes on the uh, the California bill that's being passed. The Tommy Alter had time. He comes in, he's like, this is going to change everything. And I was like, Tommy, there's one thing you need to know about. Tommy, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. One thing you need to know about anything involved in the NCAA is nothing's ever going to change everything. It just doesn't work that way. So uh, keep it in your pants, buddy. Wow, what a great t-shirt that would yeah. be. Yeah. If the NCAA wouldn't sue us, but like yeah. NCAA, nothing's ever going to change everything. Yeah, that's perfect. there you go. That's that's very true. Like that. uh, 
So Jim had this brilliant idea, and uh, I don't say that sarcastically, although most of the time when I'm saying that phrase, it is sarcastic. Um, Jim is devious. Jim is uh, a man who... Diabolical. Diabolical will record basically every word ever spoken by anybody that works at The Ringer. And then... No, that's because I'm working a million podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally the job. Long story short, Jim, (laughs) yesterday in the office... That's fucking face. I wish we had just a camera on Jim so we could react to everything that's being said. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. I just want to see your face one more time when I tell you people really love our show. And people people were really upset that Tate left. And people buy merchandise of our show and shit. How does Sorry. that make you feel? <laughs> um, so Jim comes to the office and uh, uh, he starts playing clips for me of just out of context. Like Tate just drops, I guess you call him in the radio yeah. business, um, of just Tate saying just, God knows what. And I was like, you have to stop this right now because we have to do this on the show where you just play drops and then Kyle right. and I are going to guess where it's from or just react. I don't even know. We don't even have to chime in. I just kind of want to like play them because I'd like to know if I can figure it out. Can I just yeah. ask, are most of these from co- shows that you've covered? Yeah, it's all all from that. Oh, it's just man. weird little this is moments the... that I take out of context. All right, this As the... people know with the press box and the yeah, answers. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. As people... Love the press box, yeah. by the way. Who, who hosts that? Is that the Oof. Frank Curtis? I'm just kidding. I'm, I, I feel bad about that one. Actually, we it's actually got a do big time press box. No, I love this guy's those a guys. real journalist. I was trying to no, I got I got lost I got lost in the weeds there. I was trying to make a jab at Jim, and then I realized Shoemaker and Curtis deserve better. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm guys. sorry. Um, so yeah, that, the, I, I'm not really sure what the premise is on our. our we'll, we'll figure it out. But the, the the point is, this these are like the Tate Frazier greatest hits, and yeah. Jim's gonna play them, and we might chime in, we might not. But go ahead, Jim. Whenever you're ready. I have no idea what half of these are, just to let you know. That makes it, that really, they're not really labeled too well. That makes it fun. These people were tweeting at me. They're like, Kyle's such a better producer than you. I was like, dude, suck my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that one never saw the light of day. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that for? That has to be, that has to be sitting be in here. Yeah, pre-pod. When the, when the mic's hot and he doesn't know it. <laughs> suck my balls. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> That's a good one. I feel like this I've is heard a pimps and hose situation. <laughs> God, I'm gonna miss him. You think that that is a, a proper way to handle a human being, especially a teenager that's 19 years old? <laughs> Which makes me ask the question: Who the fuck is in Springfield, Massachusetts, <laughs> Massachusetts to get seven hundred fifty thousand dollars? What? His his words resonate with my dad. Who yes is a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. They resonate also clearly with, with like high school kids who he goes from AAU like to AARP. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was a classic that was Tate a good Frazier. One. Yeah. That's it's a, a classic great, Tate Fraserism. That's a great Tate line. Tell that tell, he's out. <laughs> I don't care. Can I just pause here and say that I just love that you have a drop of Tate just saying, I don't care. And you're going to use this at some point for some, th- this is when, when the Tate Frazier deep fake comes out. Yeah. This we is know who's behind it. it. Well, yeah. When the audio book comes out, that, the, that weirdo's yeah, working yeah. on. <laughs> I don't care. Thanks. Uh, here we go. Oh yeah. That's a Tate backstretch right there. I need some cash considerations and a house for my stepdad. <laughs> Zion Williamson's story. Play that instead of the word. <laughs> Definitely. Do you know how many of the like uh, how many things before the pod should have been in the pod? Dude, Tate is so much better before the pod. Know, That's why, I yeah, know. he's better before the podcast, and then they start, and then yeah, and it, it, I don't know what the hell happens. What's next, Jim? So f-ing annoying. My God. <laughs> 
That's Tate after the podcast. <laughs> That's so <f-ing> annoying. <laughs> nice. When you look at this game, Lombardi, I mean, obviously, a little bit of the toilet boy, toilet boy, <laughs> a little bit of a toilet. I can't even say it. Uh, not so great teams playing. <laughs> <laughs> he just straight up abandoned it. He's like, <laughs> One more time, toilet bowl. Do that, do toilet that, bowl Tate. Do that go. again. Play that again. Play when that you look again. at this game, Lombardi. I mean, obviously, a little bit of the toilet boy, toilet boy, <laughs> a little bit of a toilet. I can't even say it. Uh, not so great teams playing in this one. <laughs> That's good, my, save. good save. That's my favorite good one. Save. That's my favorite one. Holy good shit. Nobody noticed. So Nobody noticed. Oh my good god. Save. Oh my god. <laughs> Good to have good sports and sports. <laughs> what? Oh, like, you, you mean like the people? That. You know, you mean like that. good people? Yeah, yeah, I, I get it out. That's hilarious. Oh god. Next up, we have Tom Izzo putting a finger in Aaron Henry's. <laughs> <laughs> this so this is one of Jim's great ideas, where he's just like would take things that Tate said and then bleep out the things so that it sounds scandalous. The, yeah, the unnecessary censorship, yeah. the, the Kimmel thing. That. Yeah, I oh, think Lord. that may be it. Is that it? Let's, we, we may have one more for later. Oh, okay. All right. We'll have one. All right. That's fine. Anything before we go, Kyle? Do we need to put a bow on this? And uh, what else? What are final thoughts? We never. This is the thing. We're never talking about Tate ever again. So uh, this is him after this. Yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, throw some dirt on this coffin. Um, anything else? What are we missing? You taught me well, buddy. Thank you. You prepared me for all the stuff that I was gonna have to do for the Bill Simmons podcast. You made this a fucking blast every time I came in here. This is this has genuinely been the most fun uh, experience of my professional life, and in a lot of ways, like my real life, <laughs> and in general, like I mean, like the only thing that was more fun to me was like playing basketball at Ohio State, where I went to the Final Four and won two Big Ten championships and two Big Ten tournament titles, and graduated as the all-time winningest player in program history. Um, that was fun. <laughs> See how smooth that comes off, Kyle? Kyle's like, Kyle, is that your Kyle's, nightly Kyle's prayer stared, before yeah, you go Kyle to bed? stared at me. He's like, holy fuck, is this what it's like to sit across from him when he does this? I don't this? care. <laughs> um, no, it, uh, uh, doing OSP. <laughs> look at Jim. Jim's loving this. Jim is, Jim is on cloud nine. Doing OSP has been uh, uh, the most fun. It has been unbelievable. And it's because we, we have real relationships. Like we, we do get together. Us three will get together. I think we're going to dinner tonight, are we not? Are we going to dinner with Tate tonight? Are we not allowed to say? Kyle's looking over his shoulder. He's like, it's like I'm not getting whacked again. <laughs> I'm not showing up. This is where you Kyle, get on the fucking boat. This is where you quit the podcast <laughs> no, yeah. at dinner tonight. Stick me with the fucking no, check. We're going to we're going to dinner tonight with Tate. Uh we will we will continue to have a relationship with Tate. We love Tate. Um and that's pretty much it. Jim, do you have anything else you want to chime in with? Nah. <laughs> Perfect. I don't care. Perfectly yeah. on brand. I do want to say this before we go too. Uh, yesterday was, um, and 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 this is maybe not the form to say it, but uh, uh, I'm going to say it anyway. It's my show, and and we've we've already been kind of serious about this, so I'm going to make you too uncomfortable. Um, yesterday was World Suicide Prevention Day, and uh, I saw this on Twitter, and this was a big thing where people were telling their stories and um, just kind of making note of that, and and I I thought about it as I was going on Twitter and I thought like maybe I should tweet something because you know, if you, if the, to the guy who's writing the OSP book who follows my life very closely, um, you're aware that, that I have had mental health problems and I've talked about this and I've, I wrote like a Reddit AMA thing about this, but some of you who are not following me closely and watching me through the bushes, um, might not know that about me. So, uh, I thought about it. I was like, man, I haven't really publicly talked about it. Really. I, I wrote the Reddit AMA. I went on Bill's show the one time and we right. kind of talked about it when Kevin Love came out. Um, 
Right. And I realized like maybe I should tweet something. I thought, well, maybe I'll just save it for the podcast because we're already talking about Tate. It's already kind of like a serious thing and, and whatever. So um, I did want to talk about it. And basically all I wanted to say was that uh, I know that, that there are a lot of people listening who are are basically between like 20 and tw- 23 and like 30. You're in your 20s. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. There are a lot of people in your 20s that listen to the show. We, we have the numbers on that. We are tracking every data point that you we have. Know you we live. know where you eat for dinner. Um, no, we know that we have a very young audience and I guess like I, I, I have not really ever been vocal about the shit that I've been through, certainly not on this program. And I just wanted to take a second to say like, if you, if you were not aware of that, I, I did have these problems. I was depressed my entire adult life up until like two or three years ago, basically. Um, I, I struggled with depression. I was very suicidal. I went to bed every single day. Uh, all I ever wanted was to not wake up. I went to bed. I said, I, I hope to God I do not wake up. I put on a ton of weight, which is fun to look back on now because I have great pictures of me. Yeah, you do. Fat as shit with a big beard. Um, and I guess like the point of bringing all this up is like, I just want to encourage people that do listen to this show. Uh, I, I'm smart enough to know, like having been through it myself, that there is no quick fix. I'm not going to tell you just, hey, go feel better. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything like that. I do encourage you to, to you know, talk to someone, you know, go talk to a therapist, take medication, all that kind of stuff. But more than anything, I just want, I, I, I wanted to, to, to say something because we, I've, I've reached a point in my life, Kyle, where it's like really weird that people do sort of look up to me and Jim's going to roll his eyes at that again. He's like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Um, but no, they're, they're, we've, we've talked about it before. Like people reach out to me and they're like, how do I get into sports journalism? And, and, and for some reason, like there are people that are looking up to me and, and I have found, I've carved out a little bit of success in my life doing this. And I, I think I have a responsibility now to tell people that if if you're going through like, it, it's not like everybody has it figured out and you're the one person who doesn't. So if you are in your 20s or really any age and you're sitting there thinking to yourself like, man, I, I wish I had it figured out. I'm speaking as a man who who on the surface has it figured out. I have a great career. The, the podcast was doing well before Tate submarined everything and fucked this over. Um, life in every single way would be considered good for me. And I struggle with this every single day of my life up until a few years ago. And even now I still struggle. Even now I don't have it figured out. I pretend I have it figured out. I don't know what the, f- I came into it. We didn't know what the fuck we we're going to do on the podcast. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I do not have it figured out. So, uh, I don't know. It's kind of, I know it's, I know it's uh, a weird place for me to do this, but, um, I don't know. I'm getting a little self-conscious about it, but I just wanted to take a second and, and encourage people that, uh, uh, I have been in your shoes. Um, I don't want to do like the oppression Olympics thing where you're like, where I'm sitting here saying like, I had it worse than you. I promise no matter how bit, and mm-hmm. we're having a contest as to who had it worse. Yeah, no thanks. But I had it very, very bad. If you are at a point in your life where you're like, I'm never going to figure this out. I'm telling you, I'm living proof. You can figure it out. Um, and, and in the meantime, I'm not going to tell you to like snap out of it or anything like that. I would just encourage everyone. If you are struggling with anything, just, uh, I don't know, just, Get some sunshine if you can. Break a sweat exercising. These are things that help me. Um, and and most importantly, like love the people around you. Like if you have uh, friends and family, love them. If you don't and you think that's part of your problem, love a stranger. I swear to God that works. Like I I I thought that was horseshit. I thought this was like hippy dippy shit. And then I started doing that where I would I would just like pay for someone's groceries behind me if they didn't have that much. Like Kyle's like his eyes are lined up. He's like, okay, where are we going to the grocery store? One ribs. It's yeah, 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 let's go. Let's go get taking care of that. Um. Just love people, man, and then it'll come back to you. It, it it's wild how that works. Uh, so, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. That that's it. That's that's really all I wanted to say about it, and just try to encourage people and, and tell them that uh, you know, 
I, I swear, I swear if I could do this, you could do it. And, and I, I just wanted to speak my piece publicly on my own forum and, and in my own way that obviously I didn't really prepare a statement or anything, but I just wanted to say that. Kyle, obviously. So, yeah. Well, obviously. Said. well, well said. And that was yesterday. <laughs> suicide yeah. Uh, yeah. The suicide. I, every time Jim opens his mouth, I think he's joking. So like, no, 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 no. It's crazy though, because that day Tate tweeted, yeah. that was career suicide day. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, there there we go. It, it is. all comes back around. And it all comes back. Um, no, I'm in all seriousness and also, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't. I don't need to do it again. I, I do. I do want to encourage people though, because we do have we do have a lot of young listeners, and that's the thing. I did the part of my take life advice right. episode, and it was so overwhelming. All the people that were chiming in. Not everybody was like depressed. It's not like everyone had mental health problems, but there is like a. I would say everyone in this room when we were in our twenties, Kyle, you're still in your twenties. Yeah. You have moments where you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, everyone's getting married. Everyone's getting, everyone has, it feels this way. Like everyone's yeah. either married or they have their career figured out or they, they know where they're going in life. And I'm telling you, that's not how it works. And, and, and I'm not just saying that because I'm not doing the thing where like, it's easy for me to say that, that, um, you know, like I, like I'm saying like, love everyone and don't worry about all that stuff. And, and it's, I, I understand that someone might say that's easy for you to say Titus, because now you have found success in your career. And like, you kind of already have built all of that. So now you're looking back telling me, don't worry about all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know how else to, I, 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 I'm telling you, like I've achieved a little bit of fame, a little bit. I, I've a little notoriety. I've, I'm making like decent money. I'm certainly not rich, but I never thought I could afford to live in LA and I, I can, um, I don't give a fuck about any of that. I, I, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Um, it never will. What helped me get through everything was not like, Oh my God, I have more Twitter followers now and I have more money now. And I have all that. It was like, Oh my God, I do have a, a network around me that loves me and I, I can run a mile without stopping. And I don't know. I just kind of did all these little things. So that's it. I'm, I'm just encouraging everyone. Um, cause I, I, I feel really, really responsible to reach out and I don't talk about it enough because, uh, um, I, I, I know I'm rambling, but I'm going to make this one last point. I don't talk about it partially because what happens is every time I do talk about it, there's an outpouring from people that want me uh, they just want to reach out. And, and to that, I say, like, I do welcome you reaching out. One of, one of the reasons I'm hesitant is that I don't have the answers and I feel very, very unqualified. So what will happen and it's, it's going to happen now. I know it will because, and, and, and I encourage you guys to reach out, but, uh, what happens is people will reach out to me and say, like, I'm going through this. Can you help me? And I just feel so unqualified, but I, I've been, I've been given this immense responsibility, like step in and help people but I, I'm, I'm an idiot and I'm like, I don't know how to help you, but these are things that work for me. So I'm vocalizing that now. These are things that work for me. I'm not a professional. I'm not a therapist. I, I, I'm not saying this is going to work for everyone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I just felt responsible. I felt a responsibility because I've never actually kind of spoke about it in my own way other than on Bill's podcast. And you know, that's his show. It's my show now. Tate's yeah. not, Tate's not here. So that's that. That's all I wanted to say. Anything else before we go? Um, next week. I don't care. <laughs> I, was, I knew it was going to drop. There it is. He was looking, he's giving there, me that yeah, fucking side yeah, eye. I was yeah. just like, he I hope he ready. doesn't do it he at the ready. wrong time. Um, <laughs> very good. Oh, God. Uh, next week, uh, just on the production tip, we're going to be doing some yeah. Ask Me Anything mailbag We're stuff. doing a mailbag. Yeah, so next week, so uh, moving forward, we're going to figure out, we're going to take some time and figure it. Like, we're still going to do shows. I'm saying time, like, being the next week or so. Uh, we're going to take some time and figure out what the format of the show is going to be. Maybe we just have, like, guest hosts yeah, we in. thought about maybe tryouts. You yeah. know, we thought um, cashing in some favors. We should and just do getting some yeah. new faces on the pod. Have have all the ringer people come in and just sit in the chair and do a Tate impression. Do it. Do your Tate impression. 
Oh, babe. I'm going to yeah. do. No, I can do <laughs> Tate doing impressions. I can do an impression of Tate doing an impression. Okay, go ahead. Just... Oh, baby. Pay the kids. Oh, this is a disgrace. That's pretty good, actually. That... Shut the fuck up. Yeah, there you go. Sit the fuck down and pass the ball. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can do. That's 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 pretty good. Um, that so I got the job. Like, yeah, there you right, go. That's that's a good first effort. Maybe we'll have that. We'll have like ringer employees come in, and you have to pretend to be Tate, and then whoever's the best. In the meantime, we are going to do a mailbag next week, um, because we're we're gonna make the people. How about that? That's the premise. Is the friends of the program are co-hosting, and they get to dictate what we're talking about next week. Great. We're gonna try that out next week. Yeah. Um, the email address is uh, one shiny pod at gmail. Yes. So email that, whatever you want. Um. Preferably about college basketball, but you guys listen to the show. You know that we talk about college basketball. Yeah, love, like love 10% the like the, the, con- the comments and the little the little phrases and stuff. But honestly, try to make it legible. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to read this shit. So please. Yeah, and don't and listen. We we you know like do us a favor. And when you're mailing it in, and you you want us, we we love hearing your stories. So like inevitably, someone's gonna write in and be like, "Yo, man, I'm a manager at Lipscomb, and and." and this is so fucking great, and I just love you guys. Or I hate you guys. Jim's rolling his eyes again at the. Or I hate you guys, or whatever. We we do want to hear your story. I want but, the meat and the potatoes. That's what I but want. But at least like put the meat and potatoes in bold or like yeah. make that stand out. Do something. What, the actual question that you have. Make that very easy to find. Um but email us at uh, uh one shiny pod at gmail.com. The show must go on. It will go on. Next man up mentality. Uh thank you for listening. Rest in peace to Tate Frazier. Wherever life takes you, um, we will be cheering you on, maybe. Who knows? See you next week. Cut the part where I said Tate's the Ted Bundy podcast. Holy shit. Steph Curry just fucking tweeted me. (laughs) 